This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Happy- it's Friday. you got to go first. I was going to do it. I just, sorry, I was following my coffee. <laughs> Well, if you were swallowing, everyone will give you a break there. <laughs> Happy motherfucking Friday! Yeah! Hi! Hi! Dave is going to be joining us on After 9. He's just not here at the moment. Uh, duty calls, as I understand it. So I think he's going to come along and join us at some point during this episode of After 9. Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. And happy Father's Day weekend. Thank you. What are you doing? Are you doing anything? I know that your kids aren't going to be here. Mind you, at least you just saw your daughter recently. Or is your son here? Okay, so for me, my family situation is a mess. I've got... Uh, Most people, sis. Yeah, that's true too, actually. <laughs> my my daughter is out in Kelowna right now. Right. And, and she's working hard mm-hmm. and trying to uh, find employment with her brand new bachelor's degree, a bachelor of science degree. And great. that's great. My son, who lives in the States because of school, is home for the summer. So I thought, oh, cool. I'm going to get to see him this weekend. He's going to a cottage. So apparently I will see. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. I've been totally abandoned on Father's Day. And I'm not even complaining. I have to go see my dad on Sunday because this is the problem. It's almost like we need a a Father's Day, and then a Grandfather's Day. And once you're a grandfather, you've evolved to the second day. You don't get the first day anymore because part of the problem with Mother's Day, for example, hey, it's great, it's Mother's Day, we celebrate the moms. Well, mom's got a lot to do because mom wants to see her mom as well if mom's still around. So, 100%, I I hear you. It's a juggle, right? And then you're trying to juggle. Like, I know it's my day, but then you feel an obligation to go see your mother on your day or your father on that day. It is, It's 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 a game. And it's not really a fun one sometimes when you have to be there, here, there, and everywhere when it's supposed to be your day and you're supposed to be relaxing. Yeah, it's very seldom relaxing. Yeah. It's usually a lot of people coming over and a whole bunch of fucking hide everything. Right? There's people coming over. <laughs> Stick it in the drawer. Hide everything. <laughs> they've, they've invited themselves over. I always think that too because for Father's Day, for example, I'll see my dad for sure. But I always feel bad, like, I'm not going to take up a lot of your time because this is your day. You do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But he'll say, no, I want to see you and I want to see my grandkids. Like, that's what I want for Father's Day. And I think, okay. And then I, I got to do that in between trying to spend time with my husband and have the kids spend time with my husband, but not too much because you want them to have a relaxing day. It's a weird juggling thing. So where do your allegiances lie on a Father's mm-hmm. Day? Are you more, I want to see my dad, or are you more, I want to see my husband? You know, I'm, I'm so lucky that my dad lives so close, so I'm going to see both. And I think every single year since my husband has been a father, I've still seen my dad. And he's happy to go see my dad, too. And same thing, we'll visit his dad, too, my husband's dad, or at least see him at some point in that weekend. So, uh, like obligation speaking, my kids are still young. So I am the present buyer there, even though he's not my dad. Of course, when you have young kids, they can't go shopping and do all that stuff. So you have to go do it. So obviously I make sure that's taken care of. Uh, But in terms of seeing it, it all depends on the day. Honestly, my dad's one of those people like, "Uh, uh, just see me whenever. Hmm. 
Yeah. I, uh, but I'll see both on Sunday. I would like to just have a normal, quiet Father's Day. Yeah. I just want to be the center of attention for one day. And then I'll go back to fucking driving here and there and everywhere. And, and being bring- all the things, right? Yeah. See, and I find it weird being the center of attention. Like, I don't like it. Not even on Mother's Day? Like, you earned that. You you work hard 365 yeah. days a year mothering. Shouldn't one day a year be dedicated to you? Yeah, but I mean, it's... When you're the mom of young kids, it's not. Like, if you're around your kids, you're working. You know what I'm saying? They aren't going to go... They don't understand it, so they're not going to go to my husband because it's Mother's Day. They don't... Like, so it's still, Mom, can you get me this? Mom, can you do that? Right? It's still the same thing, which is why on Mother's Day, I like to have a half day to myself. I want to spend half of it with my kids and then I want to have to to myself. And that's when usually when I go visit my mom and it's kind of similar for my husband in that I want him to do whatever he wants. And there's a ton of things he wants to do without having kids around. So that's why I'm probably going to take my kids to the movie in the afternoon and he's going to go do whatever the hell he wants. Go shop for woodworking things and all the stuff he likes. Go buy some meat to barbecue or whatever makes you happy, right? Would you like to know what dad's getting on Sunday? Sure. Maybe a little last minute gift inspiration for everyone here. The number one thing that we will be giving dad is a card. Okay. Clothes is number two. Uh, Okay. A special outing, gift cards, personal care items, electronics, tools, car accessories. Don't you feel like it's the exact same list every year that just change up the order a little bit? Yeah, and none of it's surprising. No. None, it's not like out of nowhere. You're just like, add a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you give dad something he really wants? <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Father's Day. It's a flashlight. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> That's not a flashlight. Where do I put this thing? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, we'll try and get some content in for you in addition to the Father's Day uh, fun and frivolity here. I, uh, I I just, I think Canada is really losing its status around the world. I, I think that other countries are looking at Canada saying, I don't know if we can trust those people. And here's why. Over in New Zealand, they just found $150 million worth of crystal meth. Oh. Hidden in a shipment of Canadian <gasps> maple syrup and canola oil. Oh my God. Did it come from Canada? Yep. Oh, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that is a bad look. That's a bad imagine, look. <laughs> imagine those pancakes. You'd be like, holy fuck, these are weird pancakes. <laughs> what is in the syrup? That's why it's so expensive, though, in case you're wondering. That's exactly it's not, why. It's not the glass vials shaped like a maple leaf. It's the math. Right. The airport stuff specifically. That's why it costs so right. much duty free. That's why it's <laughs> like that. That's messed up. Did they, sorry, did they find out who did it? Uh, no, they haven't okay, actually caught the people it. yet. See, isn't it amazing how many times you hear this? And I don't know. I was like obsessed with border patrol and stuff like that because it amazes me that when it, when it comes to just the packages, not, not people coming through the airport, I'm talking specifically about the packages crossing the border, they find all these drugs and stuff and then they, they can never find the source of it, right? So I guess that means you've done a good job, I suppose, if you're that meth dealer. But <laughs> like eventually they're... Eventually they'll find them or are they just happy enough that they've stopped it from entering? I think they're happy that they yeah. caught it, but they'd also like to know who shipped well, it. Well, because they're going to ship something again and it, they're going to be like, the person doing that is hearing this maybe and going, oh, fuck, they caught it. Eh? All right. Well, I guess we're going to ship it in peanut butter well, next time. Or about some $150 shit. million. Like, <laughs> we'll ship it in a, you know, whatever, something else. Uh, while we're, we're talking about Canada on the international scene, there's a couple other things. Uh, a woman is making headlines because she just showed off on her Facebook a great find that she found on Facebook Marketplace. 
You ever done that? Bought something secondhand and been so proud of yourself, either for what you got or for the price you paid that you just uh, wanted to show everybody. I always wanted to be that person. Like if I'm ever in a thrift store thrifting, I'm always like, give me that really expensive product. And it never happens for me. But I've seen it before and I'm envious when those people find that cool stuff. This woman was on Facebook showing off these brand new, and I, I'll, I'll use her words, amazing cute chairs that she found on Facebook Marketplace. Amazing and cute. And then people started commenting. Hmm. Those are from McDonald's. They look like the McDonald's chairs. More than a couple. So finally, she got curious and Googled it. Sure enough, somebody went into a McDonald's, stole the furniture, and sold it on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> and this woman had no fucking idea. Oh, my. Does it look like this? Like, help me picture the McDonald's chairs. Is it one of these little, sw like those little swivelly chairs that you sit down on? No, you're thinking of when McDonald's was fun. Now it's much more stuffy. They've got the lounge type seating, oh. that atmosphere with oh, the, the fireplace, fireplace and shit like that. Because that's what people want when they're eating yeah. a greasy burger. I mean, sit by the fire. To, you're supposed to order one of the McCafe items and sit there, I think. Is that what that's intended for? Well, if you want to do it it's romantic. the way it was meant to be done, then yeah, you sit there and have a coffee and look very pretentious. However, most people go in there, I feel like, for fries, ice cream, donuts, whatever. And and they're going to sit there, too, and just drop lettuce all over the fucking place. <laughs> Actually, if she, flip, if she flips a curtain cushion, she's probably going to find some Big Mac sauce in there somewhere. Oh, Lettuce, you'll probably find tomatoes, a lot of shit in a McDonald's ew, chair. Plum sauce and shit. Do you have any butts have been in that chair? Oh, no. Hon, I'd get rid of that chair if I were you. I wouldn't keep that. So she had no idea that this person took it from him. How did the how do you get away with that? Was it a big chair? Like, how do you just walk out of the store? I don't know. That's a great question. How can you steal furniture from McDonald's without being detected? Yeah. Great question. But what I'm wondering is, why can't we catch these people? Mm-hmm. Clearly, somebody posted the ad. How hard could it possibly be to figure out who owned that account? I would think that a cunning IT person could probably figure this out in a few seconds. Do the police just not care unless it's like know. a crime of a certain amount? Well, that's probably because I'm thinking as the franchisee, you're going, oh, someone stole our fucking chairs again. But you look into, you know, the cost of buying them and maybe you just say, oh, screw it. We'll just buy new ones or you just leave it. Like what if this person's like a serial McDonald's furniture stealer and they just like keep hoarding McDonald's furniture? Why? Like, what are you doing? Description, Hamburglar. <laughs> it was the Hamburglar. He's back. <laughs> Only a good reference if you lived in the 90s. That's it. They're bringing the Hamburglar back though. Oh, that, that's true. But I haven't seen it. They're fucking lied to us because I haven't seen the Hamburglar at all. Or that purple nugget guy. What was that guy all about? Remember that guy? Grimace. Thank you. Of course you know the name. That's fabulous. Yes, Grimace. Is he coming back? How do you not know that? I don't know. He's a purple blob. I don't even understand what he does. He what's, doesn't what's do his, anything. He's purpose? like a, an ambassador of you McDonald's. Know, what's his purpose? Like, what is he, an eggplant? I mean, yeah, he kind of looks like an eggplant, <laughs> but I don't think that that's the point of it all. Well, what's the point of him? We well, you know what the Hamburglar does. What the fuck does this guy do? That's all I'm saying. Grimace is just kind of there. So you're saying that the Hamburglar is legitimate because he's got a life of crime, but Grimace doesn't steal anything or do anything, so he's just kind of fucking useless. And he kind of has a, he has a weird, like, Grimace, he sounds like the bad guy, not the Hamburglar. Hamburglar sounds like a fun time. Grimace sounds like someone that shouldn't be at kids' parks. <laughs> shouldn't be within 10 feet of children, you know what I'm saying? Oh, fucking Grimace is here. Hide your kids, hide your wife. <laughs> I'll bet you. That if you just walk down the street 
in a Grimace costume, <laughs> you could probably pick somebody up. There's going to be somebody no. who's going to look at that big purple fucking blob and say, pretty horny. Someone with a fucking fucked up childhood would. What do you mean? <laughs> Grimace? My, my, my fantasies have come alive. Keep that on and do me. In the suit. <laughs> Which would be so weird. Uh, I think it was about a year ago. We did a segment on things that we secretly judge other people for. Mm-hmm. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, I think Dave was here for that. You can go back in the archives. I think it was like last summer, yeah. if you want, that we did this. And, and I'll just give you a little recap of some of the things that we covered then before we give you the new additions to the list now. So some of the previous ones, when someone forgets your name or keeps on using the wrong name, you judge them quietly oh, for that. Sure, okay. People on a speakerphone in public or playing loud music in public. Honestly, why do they do that? We don't need to know about your conversation. People that are rude to wait staff mm-hmm. or fast food workers. We judge. Oversharing on social media, like putting every little life problem they've got online. I hate that. Some people are really like, bad for it too. I Okay. I'll be honest with the podcast listeners. So on on Facebook, you and I both, we have a bunch of people on there. We don't know, but you're listeners. So that's great. And I have no problem adding you. But now and again, I have this person on my Facebook that has drama. And I can't, I could hide them. You know what I mean? Like you can easily just hide that and not see it again. But the drama's intense. And she puts everything out there. Details about her her divorce and then her fight with her parents that she had and them asking for money and then her asking people on Facebook for money and it's fucking dramatic. Do you ever give her money? No. no oh, okay. I'm one of those creepy people that just sits and watches all the posts and doesn't do anything. I'm not I'm not going to like it. I'm not going to hate it because I don't know you, but you're putting all of your information out there. Okay, I know how much you like that stuff, but I want to know how much you like that stuff. Like, are you a, oh shit, she posted, hang on, I'm going to go get some wine and go through the comments. Is it like that or is this just a casual, ah, fuck it, I got a few minutes, let's see what's going on. It depends how long her post is. She posted one the other day that was like 18 paragraphs long, so I don't have time for that. But if I can get the gist of it, like if she just posts like a short little thing, I like to read the comments because I've noticed clearly she has people that know her, right, on her Facebook page. And even then, she doesn't get a lot of comments. So I'm thinking either people don't care or they're sick of your drama. But no one's commenting when you're like, I'm in I'm in hell right now. This happened and that happened. And there's one comment like, hang in there. <laughs> like, okay, clearly nobody cares. People who leave their shopping cart in the middle of the parking lot. Oh, you're you just know. A- Dirty son of a bitch if you do you that. No, it's not okay. Ever. It's not okay. You know, if you're if you're a uh, an 80 plus individual who's got mobility issues and and you just did a big grocery shop and you're exhausted and you're probably on like 15 different type of drugs and stuff, then maybe, maybe, maybe I can look the other way. Yeah. If you are an able-bodied individual mm-hmm. who went and put the shit in your car. And then left the cart right there figuring, ah, fuck it. Somebody else will get it. You're a terrible person. There's no other way to describe you. You are a prick. Yeah. And to those people who do that, like, why don't you just park near the cart corral? Thank you. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's easy enough. I know people like to avoid it, but just park like a spot down from it if you, if you do want to avoid it. And then that way, when you go to put your groceries away or whatever you're buying, the cart thing's right there. And then there's a built-in reason for you to just walk two feet and do it. It's not hard. You're absolutely right. Uh, Again, these are the things that we secretly judge people for. I'll just do a couple more. When you go into someone's house and their bathroom is gross. 
Oh, yeah. Best thing you can do if people are coming over, put away the easy stuff and clean the bathroom. If nothing else is clean, clean bathroom. Especially the mirror. The mirror gets gross and people don't seem to like clean that. Put the cleaning products in the bathroom. You want a tip? You know what I do? I put cleaning products in the bathroom. So it's not like my cleaning products are like way over in the mudroom. I have cleaning products in every bathroom. Good. For quick cleans. That way, if I'm just there, I'm like, oh, I'm going to wipe the mirror down anyway because I'm here. Just in case someone comes over. I'll bet you have a beautiful toilet. Toilet's not bad. Do you keep yeah, that? Toilet's toilet not bad. That's the most I, important thing to keep clean. Do you take the time to clean the toilet, though? Of course. Good. I of believe course. you do. I have a toilet clean. I have the toilet cleaner in the, like I said, in every bathroom I have it. Last one is when you change into another lane and, and put your blinker on after you've already changed lanes. <laughs> yeah, like, thanks. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so those were all things that last year made the list of the things that we quietly judge others for. There are seven new additions to the list. Not cleaning up after your dog. Okay. Why? What are you doing? What are Those you people doing? who do that. You shouldn't I, have a dog. I understand the odd time if someone actually does it every single day. And then the one time something happens, the bag ripped in half or something. You can't. Oh, no. And I do pick it up every day. But that doesn't happen often, right? Like that's not a, that doesn't happen often. Pick up after your freaking dog. Pick up after your dog. You know those people, I know. I think that the people that do it the most are those who like do the night walks. You know what I mean? They wait until dark. They're like, get, take a shit and no one's going to see it. Good. <laughs> like, that's how I talk that's, like that. That's how I picture they talk. Like, <laughs> yeah, no one's going to see this shit. And then they just keep walking like assholes. <laughs> or this isn't my neighborhood. Fuck it. <laughs> it's so, rude. I am so diligent about dog poop. And, and my girlfriend will do the morning walk before she goes to work. Mm-hmm. When I get home, then I will take the dog for a walk. And the other day, I guess she didn't even think of it, but there was no poop bags when I was out for the afternoon walk and partially my fault for not looking first. Right. You could play that game all day. Whose fault was it? Exactly. (laughs) So, and I'm willing to accept that we can at least go 50-50 on the blame there. Sure. So I was out walking the dog. Sure enough, he had to poop Mm -hmm. and I had no bag. And there wasn't even other dog walkers out there that I could say, hey, can I borrow a bag? As if I'm going to return it, by the way. You're never borrowing it. No, there's no borrow. So... I just kept walking and it felt horrible. Weird? Was it so weird? Knowing that there was a steaming pile of shit (laughs) on somebody's lawn made me feel gross. So I walked home, put the dog in the house, got in the car and drove back to where he pooped and cleaned it up. And picked it up. I think I would do the same thing, especially considering when I walk Leo, I walk him in my neighborhood and I know there's a ton of cameras on my street. So the last thing I would ever want is for someone to like see me and Leo, Leo takes a dump and then I walk away. No, oh. no, 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 no. I got to go back and I'll, I'll get it every time. You would go viral. Would. People know who you are. I'm not doing, <laughs> could you imagine? Like, look what she did. That bitch from TikTok. <laughs> she doesn't pick up after her dog shit. <laughs> look at it. Look. So not cleaning up after your dog. People who cut in line. Oh, if what? you're not sure what I mean, go to Canada's Wonderland this weekend. You'll experience it. And, and we're talking like grown adults too. Yeah. Grown-ass adults. Grocery store. It happens. Rides and oh, attractions. Oh, grocery it store. The grocery store is a bad one oh, because- Oh, when it's busy. Yeah, yeah, with the carts and stuff. If yeah. you're trying to be considerate and not block the aisle, maybe you'll stay off at the back, like where the, yeah. the grocery aisles begin, not up at the register. I've seen people come and think, oh, well, there's nobody at the actual register and toot, 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 right yes. in. Yes. Fuck you. Yeah, I didn't the think about that. The lineup's back here. Yeah, that's rude. 
people who cry in front of the camera and then post it on social media. Oh. We judge. Oh, yeah, because no context? No context. I don't like that. Add context. Or they want to tell their whole story and they're crying through the whole thing and it's really just an emotional mess. Probably awkward to watch when they post stuff like that. We judge. Okay. I guess it would depend Fair. on the topic before I say I judge. You know what? I I, 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 I don't want to know what they're upset about first. That's the thing. is like, And I wouldn't judge unless it was someone who did that all the time. Again, it's like the const- the people who do it all the time, like the serial oversharer slash emo- over emotions all over social media. And maybe, maybe they think it helps them, but maybe they should look back on their feed and realize, wow, I've been doing this for a really long time. I don't think this is helping me. <laughs> <laughs> I've been crying on camera for like a, a year and a half now. How about people who use the corporate workplace jargon in casual settings yeah. with friends? Fuck. Dave's really bad for that lately. Have you noticed? Yeah, I've heard it a couple of times. Like there's a few times he described well, the robust meal that he just ate. And I'm thinking robust. <laughs> fuck off. That didn't even make sense in the meeting you threw. With Dave too. We'll try not to shit talk him too much because he's not in here yet. He's still in his meeting. But he'll... Uh, I think he tries to find the fine line between, you know, because he's a manager and he's a friend at the same time. Uh-huh. So it's like... We, when we were like half talking about work stuff, half talking about friendship, you know, like just like regular like life stuff. Yeah. Trying to find that balance. Like, uh, so going forward, I hope you have a nice weekend. Like, stop that shit. Yeah, yeah. get out <laughs> of here. Are you sending an email? No, Who he, are you? he doesn't say that. You've but, changed. But, we, <laughs> but I can't, you know, my husband does that now and again. My husband manages people too. So he uses that every now and again. And it does irk me. I can't, I can't with that. But why don't we just dumb down the workplace jargon a little bit then and well, and just get back to being casual. You know, it's a good it's a good point you make because you want to, but it's like unprofessional, considered unprofessional. I think certain people can get away with it. Like if you and I wanted to send an email, we can be professional and also be a little loose, right? Mm-hmm. Like we don't need to say, hey, circling back on this, fellas, blah, 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 blah. Like we can just say, hey, any update on this, guys? Come on. Did anybody read it right? originally? Yeah. Are like, you all ignoring me? Yeah. <laughs> I know it didn't explicitly say please reply, but, but I was expecting a reply. Something would have been nice. I'll call people out for that shit if they say it's casual. You know, the, you, there was a time I when no it was... I problem with that. Yeah. There was a time when it was unprofessional to wear jeans in the workplace. And now look, everybody's sure. doing it. Sure. Start the trend. Not washing your hands in a public restroom, especially at work. We there's, judge. There's, of course, like, so we should. Say something. If you see something, say something. In that, would you ever like? So let's give you, let's set you up here at this place. I work, and someone you don't, maybe you do work with them, maybe you don't. I don't know, but you see them in the bathroom, and then they walk right past the sink and out the door. Are you saying something? Uh, okay, so me, giant pussy. I would. Not. <laughs> um, but you go zero balls. But you go talk shit about them later to someone else like you'd come tell me like hey fucking this person didn't wash their hands like a high school yeah, gossip me too, me too, i me will too. totally do that i don't think i would say anything either did yeah. i ever tell you about our producer like way back in the day shawnee g what we did to him with the bathroom no dave and i were doing the morning show on z at the time and our producer was the legendary shawnee g no, the, he's great the prod guy he's great so he wanted to do a bit on the radio so dave said go to the airport and he went to terminal one at pearson And he went into the bathroom and he had an audio recorder with him. And he was waiting for someone to use the facilities and then try and walk out. And he's recording this whole thing. So sure (laughs) enough, somebody comes out of the stall, doot-doot-doot, grabbed their wheelie suitcase and just kept on going. 
So Sean called him out. He followed the guy through the terminal yelling, piss fingers, piss fingers. He didn't wash his hands, piss fingers. He almost got his ass kicked. Almost. I was going to say. <laughs> now, you that can't was, get away with that shit anymore. You know, in 2023, the radio execs don't like it when we no. send people out and almost get their ass and kicked. And call them piss fingers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's two more on this list. And then I got to play... Um, We'll, we'll play another game of what is Joe Biden talking about? Oh, great. Man, he was in fine form oh, yesterday. No. It's great. Uh, giving a sentimental gift to someone and recording their emotional response to post on social media. Sometimes that makes me feel uncomfortable. Very. Do you ever get that too? Yes. Like, I know for advertise. I've seen it for advertisements before. Like, look, buy this gift for mom and dad. They'll love it. Or your spouse. And it's like, oh, they're opening it up. They're, oh, this is so beautiful. I still find that kind of, it's like I'm intruding in someone's home. Yeah. I, like, I don't want to eavesdrop on your adorable moment. I, I had your dead grandmother's ashes turned into a diamond, yeah. and here it is in a necklace. What do you think? And they're, like, fucking ugly crying. <laughs> and you're putting it on social media. Yeah, I don't know. Stop doing that shit. I, I don't like that. That's right up there for me with people, like, filming their kids doing shit like that, too, uh, or having a tantrum or something. Like, I don't know. It makes me feel really uncomfortable. My opinion? I think people could stand to post a little less of their children online, given the climate we live in. Generally. Last one is vague posting on social media. It's where you post something like, uh, worst day ever, and that's it. You're just fishing for people to ask, what happened? I know. Is everything okay? And I won't. I'm not doing it. I'm not either. Fuck that. But I'll read the comments and see if somebody else did. Exactly. (laughs) And then I'm going to judge the prick who asked. Okay, what happened? What happened? The best is when someone does ask, like straight up, like, why were you in the hospital? Because they'll post like them in a hospital bed. Why are you there? Is everything okay? I don't want to talk about it right now, but I should be okay. <laughs> like, then why did you post it? Stop. You're just fishing for Stop attention. It. And it looks desperate. It does. Stop it. Okay. Uh, BuzzFeed's got the rest of that list if you want. Uh, I just want to play a couple of things here. And I know it's going to be a little hard to follow, but I feel like when the, the leader of the free world President Joe Biden speaks, we should listen. But I also think we should try and have some clue of what he's talking about. This was a news conference yesterday where Joe was more Joe than I've seen him in a long time. I can't wait. You know, and I'll never stop fighting for you, I promise you. Because fighting for you, by the way, I love when people say, well, why do we spend so much? You realize that 26 out of every 100 students in grades uh, Kindergarten through 12, speak Spanish? No, think about it. What in the hell heck are we talking about here? What, you know, what, what is he talking about here? Seriously, that was a coherent sentence. By the way. In his mind. What? He said. What was the context? He was talking. Like other than speaking Spanish. What is he? What was this? Was there an announcement? He was at the White House. He said, you realize that 26 out of every 100 in grades kindergarten through 12, speak Spanish. Okay. No, think about it. What in the heck are we talking about here? So, but what was he announcing? Thank you. I don't fucking know. (laughs) But I've got one that's even better, Kat. Okay. Even better. President Joe Biden talking about the Build Back Better plan Mm. that was rolled out during COVID. We've mobilized the world's leading emitters to help poor countries deal with the impacts of climate change. They called it the G7, the Build Back Biden, Build Back Better, and we realized that got confusing. So now we don't call it that. What we call it is 
Here's the bottom line. Look, we're the ones that caused the problem. <laughs> what? That was all one? Hang on. I'm going to play it again because there's more what? in this clip. We've mobilized the world's leading emitters to help poor countries deal with the impacts of climate change. They called it the G7, the Build Back Biden, Build Back Better. And we realized that got confusing. So now we don't call it that. What we call it is, here's the bottom line. Look, we're the ones that caused the problem. The United States, we cleared all our land. We did all the things that to make, our, make things more easy for us to make money. We've mobilized the world's leading to make <laughs> What fuck is he talking about? We've done all the men things to make more money. Here's I'm, exactly what he said. The Build Back Biden. Build Back Better. <laughs> and we realized that got confusing, so now we don't call it that. What we call it is, here's the bottom line. Look, <laughs> we're the ones that caused the problem. The United States. We cleared all our land. We did all the things to make our... <laughs> Make things more easy for us to make money. <laughs> the fuck? So what do we call it? I don't know. Joe, you know what my favorite part about Joe Biden is? Is when he does that, he's got this like very confident smirk. You know that fucking smirk that he does? Like, listen, I'm going to tell you a thing about the things. And in his mind, he's like, I fucking nailed that. You know what I mean? Like, he like... <laughs> He's got this look I on, told his, them. on his face like, yeah, they love it. <laughs> and everyone else is like, what? What are we clapping at? I don't understand. And there was people, his supporters are clapping. And I'm like, at what? <laughs> he didn't fucking say anything. It was gibberish. <laughs> that goes to show you they, they do not pay attention at all. They're like, yeah, what? Did he talk? Did he fin- is he finished? He finished the sentence? <clears throat> Good. Uh, all right. We're going to go, everybody. Uh, I don't know if Dave's going to join Sorry, us because he's guys. still in a meeting. His door is closed. Yeah. Maybe we can get him in for a little bonus edition. If not, next Friday. All It'll right. It'll be here before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, quickly, before we go, do you think that uh, the public safety minister, Marco Mendicino, will step down before Monday's podcast? Um. Or do you think he'll be fired? Uh. Oh, I have to pick one. I was going to say he won't be in the position, but I have to pick which one. Yeah. I think he'll, st- I think he'll, st- does he seem to have a good sense of what he, he'll he's, step down? He's, he, he's slightly less competent than Joe Biden is at this point. Yeah. I, I'm going to say step down, but I'm not sure, man. Cat, I've never seen anything like what happened yesterday. So he was speaking in a committee hearing Yeah. and he came out and the reporters were all there because they want to know the story is conflicting. We now know that, and it's been confirmed that his office knew three months mm-hmm. before Bernardo was transferred. And the story they're going with is, well, the office staff researched it and realized there's nothing they can do about it. So they decided not to tell him. So that was what they were going to go so with. So that's the story. Well, that's the story. But then the prime minister's office fucked it all up because the PMO said, yeah, actually, we knew too. And we sent it to his office for him to deal with. And they still didn't tell the minister, they say. So the media was gathered yesterday. He came out. He didn't even want to talk. He said, I'll come back later and give a statement. Never did, right? No. So they, and that's two days in a row he ghosted the media on this because he's laying as low as possible. So yesterday, these reporters were there ready for the scrum. He came out and gave a quick statement and said, I've taken steps to address this and make sure that it never happens again and have a great weekend, everybody. Started walking away. I have never seen the Ottawa press corps chase a minister through the halls demanding answers. First time in at least eight years, the media has followed around a cabinet minister yeah. demanding answers. So the pressure's on. I, Which one do you think? Do you think he's going to get fired or step down? Or do you think any of them? Well, 
I mean, it's a step down kind of offense. It totally is. Yeah. And, and, and there's people who will say, you know, it, whether he knew or didn't know doesn't really matter because he can't mm-hmm. influence it. And like I said the other day, we don't want our politicians deciding who goes to which jail. But what no. we do want our politicians to do is to echo the feelings of the public. They're there to work for us. What I would expect is when Marco Mendicino there found out that Paul Bernardo was going to be transferred, he called the Commissioner of Corrections Canada and said, hey, you can do whatever you want. But just so you know, I speak on behalf of the people and I don't give a shit what your policy is. The Canadian people agree at like 99%. They don't want this piece of shit anywhere other than maximum security. So do with that whatever you will. But I'm telling you, this is going to be a problem and it'll be on you when the public freaks out because I'm saying it's a bad idea. And if he'd done that and applied that kind of pressure still left it open, then we would be having a totally different conversation. We'd probably be talking about firing the head of Corrections Canada, not the minister. Does it change, by the way, the decision? Or is the decision a done deal, sealed, delivered? There's no take backsies on Paul Bernardo's movement, I mean. Well, I feel bad right now for Corrections Canada, and I never thought I'd say that. But we're in a situation now where the minister has basically deflected it. He said, all right, well, I've asked Corrections Canada to do a review. Corrections Canada's like, We told you three months ago that this was going to happen. You can't wait till the day it happens and then get all pissed off about it. You knew. And he did know. And now we know because the prime minister's office has confirmed they also told him. So this guy is just playing a shell game. This is the guy who got caught lying to parliament and to the commission about what was going on or what he claimed was going on with the trucker convoy. There was the gun legislation that he had to pull off the table. I'd love to think he's going to get fired, but I think that there's part of this government that doesn't want to admit they made a mistake. They might just keep him in there just to, so that they don't have to admit something's wrong. And see what happens. So I don't know if he's going to get fired. He should, but I, I don't know if he will. Wow. Either way, seems like the Ottawa press corps is really rapidly turning on this government. It's uh, I, I haven't seen anything like it since before Stephen Harper was elected and the sponsorship scandal was going on, watching Paul Martin try and dance around things. That's the last time I remember them going after a liberal government. We'll see where Monday, what Monday brings us, unless they bury something. Today's Friday, too. Ooh, what are they going to come Today's out with Friday, today? Today's Friday, so something could get buried later that we'll talk about on Monday, too. Sure. Okay. You never know. That was a four-minute sign-off. we got to oh, go, okay. everybody. Have yes. a great one. Bye, everybody. Happy Father's Day. Indeed.